Detective Radio. It had that awesome scene in the original trailer where where he sees the clowns and the he, punching stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like whack, 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 whack. That's how Dave jerks off <laughs> after watching the trailer. It is. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. to Super Movie Bros. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And we we really don't have time to like fuck around because we got a ton of shit to talk about that happened at DC Fandom over the weekend. Good stuff. It's time to get in to that trailer park as we break down all the shit from DC Fandom. Thomas Iannucci, drop that beat. the beat and let the music play no trailer park shout out to dave and jay i don't serve but there's a new wave we've been on since god saved the right stop i don't want to flow until i know that the bass drop what a fucking delight it was uh having dc fandom over the weekend because really i just thought you and i were going to be doing a bunch of reviews and then you reminded me as you were leaving last week you're like oh it's dc fandom this week oh yeah and that means that just one practically one year to the day it was at dc fandom last year that they dropped the uh batman the batman teaser and now we get the batman first full trailer although i still say that this is a teaser because there was no hints at a story really hints yeah uh but only for those like in the know that have been following the production and stuff like that there really hasn't been anything not much dialogue very quick one-liners uh reaction shots a lot of cuts and action clips and things like that and mood just essential mood of what this movie is going to be like and especially from the teaser one having that strong seven vibe you know understated in a way this one was had a lot a lot going on but jay we're going to have to wait a little bit to get into that one because we also got another trailer. This one actually is a teaser for a film that won't be coming out until 2022. Tell me something. You can go anywhere you want, right? Any timeline. Any universe. I didn't want to stay and fight to save this one. You change the future. And you change the past.
Does the voice in that trailer sound, the narrator, does it sound familiar to you at all, Jay? Just a wee bit. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Not just any Batman. It's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Our Batman. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, as if you know, he hadn't already confirmed it and, and Warner Brothers already confirmed it. Everyone's already confirmed it. Michael Keaton is the narrator in that. So we are getting Burton Batman. That is the Wayne. It seems like that is the Wayne Manor that Ezra Miller's yeah. Flash is pulling up to. But interestingly enough, when he says, are you in? We don't just see Ezra Miller's Flash. We see Ezra Miller's Flash. Two Ezra Miller flashes there. Possibly multiple universes. Other people have a theory that the other Flash is actually Reverse Flash, where Ezra Miller is going to be playing both the Flash and Reverse Flash. So, all right. Well, let me stop you right there. Are you worried that this is going to be too much? No. No. You don't I, think it's going to be too much? It's going to get too confusing and or some things just aren't going to work and then... You know, you're going to be well, like questioning how this happened, and this isn't resolved because that's open ended. It that's really, not, it really depends know. on the writing, doesn't it? Because well, yeah, it's all about the writing. Because yeah. because Marvel's given us a bunch of multiple universes now, and we're we're very comfortable now in that universe going to multiple dimensions. I don't see why we wouldn't be for this one if the writing is done. Correctly. I guess the first tell will be Spider Man this year. Yeah, if they can pull that off, then you know. That I mean, not really. We got it. We got it with with time jumping in Avengers Endgame. We got it with Loki, and we and we all bought that wholesale too. <sighs> I guess. I guess. So, and we were all ready to, to to jump on all the theories that Wandavision was was starting its own universe and stuff like that. Even though that didn't happen, we were all on board for it to happen. So I think I think we're all on board. And the marketing has already sold us on the fact that like this is multiple universe Flash. And even here in a teaser trailer, he says, "When you can go to any universe, why save this one?" Right. Okay. And I don't think he's referring to why save the Burton universe because that one's probably fine. I'm sure Keaton Batman fucking did no, great. Save the day. Yeah. Save the day. He's fucking aces. <laughs> him and him and Christopher Reeves probably just just fucking cleaned house. Uh, <laughs> Damn right. Uh, but no, I think I, I I think it really depends on on this the marketing which has primed us all. Both universes have now primed us for for this eventuality and this all coming. Now it depends so on the script and the storytelling. Because I'm so excited. Yeah. And for the potential of this being amazing, and you're protective of your so Batman, and that's okay. and, that, and that too, and that too. You're protective. Yeah. I'm protective of my Batman yeah. too, um, and I want this Flash movie to be good. I mean, I like Ezra Miller. I'm a fan, and you know, I think the premise is so intriguing, and there's so is. much things going on with it. I really want to see a banger, like a more comic booky film. It's going to be for DC yeah. to be but a success. Let's not. Th- this still is tying into into you know Zack Snyder's Justice League. He went. He traveled through time there. He he kind of he kind of altered. Yeah, yeah. He kind of altered outcomes and created a universe there. The entire thing that's going on in that epilogue. Remember, they needed the Flash to to jump universes and to go back in time and all this all this spazzy stuff yeah. to to stop that from happening, from stopping Darkseid from taking over. I I don't think we're ever really going to get a true closure to that story, but we might actually close that that universe that time. That, that that time period off in other movies like this in The Flash where he could prevent all that from happening. But we know we're getting the Flashpoint story here because when Batman is asking him, when Keaton is asking him, why save this one? They show him right outside of the West household and he goes in and he touches his mother's shoulder. Remember, his mother was killed uh, in a home invasion and his father was blamed for it. So right. we're, we're also we're also getting that. I don't believe Billy Crudup is back. I remember we did a story where Billy Crudup said he was not coming back for this. That's what we heard. Yeah. But, so, you know. 
So uh, uh, anyway, so the Flashpoint story in the comic books was that Flash went back in time with the aid of, I believe, some time-traveling treadmill. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. It's very possible. Uh, but he, he, goes he goes back in time and essentially saves his mother, creating the Flashpoint universe, which sees, uh, you know, Aquaman and Atlantis going up against Wonder Woman and and the and um and the Amazons and they're they're essentially in enthralled in some World War Three of superheroes that has taken over the entire world and is Green Lantern confirmed to be in this movie or I have no a clue. standalone movie? It would be uh, a great way to introduce them though. I still believe that they are looking at a television series on HBO Max for that. oh is that what that is? Yeah, the the, the Finn okay because they did cast him. Yeah, um, that's right. I, I believe, but that it would that, be kind of cool as an introduction. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, we were always supposed to. Movie. We were already supposed to have a Green Lantern because that was supposed to be the 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 ending of Zack Snyder's Justice League was supposed to be a Correct. Green Lantern. Sure, uh, but we we ended up not getting it. But um, so what what happens is uh, the Flash seeks out Batman in in Flashpoint. He goes to Gotham because he knows if anyone's going to know how to fix this, it's going to be the smartest motherfucker I know. It's going to be Bruce Wayne. So he goes there. He finds the Batman and finds out that Batman is not Bruce Wayne. It is Thomas Wayne. Bruce Wayne was killed, and in 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 their madness, Thomas Wayne became Batman, uh, a dark a darker version of Batman who uses guns. Uh, who is his Alfred is actually the Penguin. <laughs> That's his business partner, and uh, Martha Wayne absolutely lost all of her cookies and became the Joker. And that that's kind of like this dark, twisted universe that we're in. And the only way that that the Flash gets Batman to help him, Thomas Wayne, Batman, is he says, "In my universe, the one I'm trying to bring back, the one I'm trying to save, your son's alive." And mm. and Thomas Wayne's like, "Well, fuck it." Let's do it. And they have this absolutely wonderful, beautiful moment that's at the end where Thomas Wayne wrote a note to, to, to Bruce Wayne and the Flash brings it back into, into his universe and gives it to Bruce. And Bruce is like, this is my father's handwriting. And then he reads the <laughs> note and he's like, Bruce, are you crying? He's like, no. Wipes a tear. <laughs> Bruce is crying because uh, he, he read something from his father long after his father's been dead. We're obviously not getting that's, that story yeah, here. I mean, that's a lot. We're getting him seeking out a different version of Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton. We also know that we're getting Ben Affleck's version of Bruce Wayne in this as well. So it'll be interesting to see how how they kind of do this like amalgam of of this Snyderverse without referencing too much of the Snyderverse while doing the Flashpoint storyline without sticking too close to the comic books. It'll be a cameo for Affleck. I think so. I think a best. I think I not think so. a best, but I think it'll be a solid cameo. This is Keaton's show. Don't you fucking Correct. overshadow it. Correct. Batfleck, you fuck. No, I still <laughs> I still like Batfleck. But again, it's a Flash movie, <laughs> so, so yeah. I think I think majority of the cameo Batman appearances is going to be Keaton. Yeah, I hope than so. Than Affleck, I hope so. And of course, we get that awesome like lumbering, <laughs> like these heavy booted footsteps you could tell someone is 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 wearing hard rubber suit <laughs> with, walking up with no nipples on with it. no nipples no because this is burton batman there's not a nary a nipple will there be seen sir <laughs> and he and that and then he addresses the three flashes so we got we got three flashes mm. here so uh it'll be interesting to see uh how how they handle all this how many universes are they going to span um clearly by by the entrance by, by the entrance of two three flashes there we're already dealing with three separate universes universes and i don't know whether whether we're dealing with another batman like how many batman universes are we going to go into i still can't believe the can nipples we, on the menu on the, 
Can we dig up Adam West? Is it possible? <laughs> Can we get an Adam West reference in here? Look, I hope so. When there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, exactly. Especially in Hollywood. Well, Hollywood can do anything. We got the deep fake. So all, <laughs> so all we got to do is find a guy with a with with a slightly athletic physique who's slightly doughy and uh, and and just deep fake Adam West's. Uh, face on it and it's like my physique was not molded rubber that you saw pure west (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i i do very much look forward to the flash and i really love this teaser that we got it looks to be just enough to wet the like so much fun yeah absolutely All right, Jay, uh, real quick, I'm not going to like play audio and stuff from it, but we also got a bunch of other shit that's going to that, that, that's gonna be going on. Uh, we, we got the Black Adam uh, yeah. teaser where it, it, it looks like people break into his temple. Uh, and sure. I believe his, his country, his lost country was like Kandak or Kandahar. I can't really remember, um, but he was essentially like the godlike ruler of it and stuff like that. It seems like it's been lost to time. And these are mercenaries who are kind of like unearthing it. And when they do, they essentially awaken Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just fucking wrecks the shit out of them. Well, th- I think that's essentially the thing. They wanted to show the costume, the physique, the power of Black Adam. And that was pretty much it. It's a straight up teaser. It was cool. I enjoyed it. But yeah, I, I want to see a little bit more or not more something different from Dwayne Johnson from from this movie. So I'm hoping to get that. Well, I mean, most of the time when we get Dwayne Johnson, we are getting this you know, very Disney-fied version of him. Um, or, or or when we do get him as a badass, he's very cartoonish badass, like Hobbs, you know, and Hobbs right. and Shaw and stuff but, like that. And that, that movie, so, is, it was fitting, you know? But this one, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what to make of it. But I, from what I see, I like. I yeah. like. Yeah, no. Uh, it's it's not a lot to go off of, right? No, not, no, no. Like, you could tell me that that wasn't even The Rock, that that was just a stand-in, and I would be like, okay, I, b- I believe that because we don't even see a face. We barely hear a word spoken by him, you know. So anyway, uh, that's that's really all there is to talk about that. We did get a behind the scenes look at Shazam Fury of the Gods. Uh, essentially, he was just reminding everybody that like, hey, everything we did before where we made the Mary Marvel family, uh, they're all still here and we're all going to do a thing. We got some cool creatures that you're going to see us fight. And uh, yeah, look forward to it. And that's that's pretty much it. I'm really surprised by that because they did a teaser, I think, in early summer essentially doing exactly that i know yeah. and they really needed to do a teaser trailer for that movie but we got exactly the same type of thing for for aquaman lost kingdom we, we got another yeah, but thing that it was just like, started filming yeah so there was another I, thing I, that was like behind the scenes yeah and like, i mean that's expected here's right? this here's that uh, but shazam's been done and it's also like by the way amber heard's still here fucking deal with it <laughs> like just deal with it you know it's pretty much what it is but it really grinds my gears that you know, Johnny Depp was asked to resign, as you as you corrected me um, mm-hmm. in, in in the edit that I just did. <laughs> was asked to resign by J.K. Rowling for for Fantastic Beast Three, which is a Warner Brothers production. But Amber Heard still gets to be here, despite all the shit that we know and despite all the all the things. It, and and I'm not saying that that she's getting a pass because she's a female. I think honestly, Warner Brothers just at this point wants to keep a cohesive universe going. I think they're trying to. Sell. I thought this was going to be a perfect opportunity to. Cast, to recast um not just that but like if it was possible have, it would have been genius to have amelia to cast amelia clark as mira and i thought that was gonna be a, a really fun exciting especially would right. draw a lot of people into the theaters would a lot also be more really than funny to have a scene in flashpoint where like he goes he goes back and then like all of a sudden like 
Aquaman's swimming and he looks over and she just looks different and he's like, my man. <laughs> like, he's just happy with the change. He doesn't even care. <laughs> uh, but no, we're, we're getting Amber Heard there. So it is what it is. I don't really lament it. Like, honestly, I, I don't, I could care less about the Johnny Depp. I'm pretty Amber upset Heard, about it. Uh, court but. case. But I, 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 I don't think, I don't think that should invade our media too much. But, you know, I, it's just weird. Like at this point, it is what it is. It's, I mean, it's, it's just, being I just, made right I now. I feel like you're both pieces of shit. It needs to go both ways. You both need to be fired from your from your respective projects. Especially after everything that's been publicly right. put out there. Right. It, at least an eye for an eye is Go fair. underground like Mel Gibson did and then earn our faith back. Yeah, well, that's another little nugget of information that's, uh, you know, outside of DC fandom. Exciting news. So uh, we also got some images uh, from Batgirl and we got some new story details from that. Um, so I mean, look, it, it's it's basically her first outing. She's she's just learning to be Batgirl and stuff like that. So it's going to be a very homemade type looking suit. Uh, very, very, uh, very reminiscent of like of like a, a DIY or like a cosplay or something like that. So um, and then, of course, we got our first look at Blue Beetle and how he is going to look in the Blue Beetle movie. Both of these are HBO Max direct releases. And then, Jay, uh, the final is that animated. No, 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 no. These are both live action. The Batgirl and Blue Beetle are both live okay. action. No, I'm, OK, I I wasn't sure about Blue Beetle. Okay. Yeah, no, they're both live action. Uh, it, remember Miguel Herrera, uh, the 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 character, the the kid who pl- who is Blue Beetle is going to be played by the kid from uh, from Cobra Kai. So it's going to be live action. Oh, okay, so, great, good casting. for him. Great casting. And then uh, Jay, one final teaser I want to talk about. I'm not going to play any audio for it because we're we're going to run a little bit too long if I do. But the Peacemaker official trailer. Did you check it out? I did. I cannot fucking wait. Vigilante as like this, uh, as kind of like this, this, I don't know how to say, like this, this moron leader of, of checkmate that's just trying to get Peacemaker to go along and do good. And it seems like Peacemaker is trying to do good, but like that, his nature just gets the better of him. And of course, we get, we get to meet the reason for why Peacemaker is the way he is because his daddy is the T1000. <laughs> It's just so fucking bonkers and fun. I know. I, I you, you gotta. You're just gonna enjoy this fucking show. I will say this. I think the teaser is just like you know. Everyone really loves seeing John Cena in his tidy whities. So this trailer is gonna have as much John Cena in his tidy whities <laughs> as we could possibly fit on a screen. Oh, and he's God. a thick motherfucker, so you're fitting a lot. Thick. On the <laughs> Uh, but no, I really, I really look forward to this HBO Max series, and it's going to be out very soon. It's coming out in January thirteenth of twenty twenty. They were filming this like back to back and right alongside with the Suicide Squad. So, um, it's yeah, kudos on them for really just seeing an opportunity and running with it. I think it was James you Gunn. Uh, this is still oh produced. no, it's definitely it's definitely this is him. still produced by James. Gunn. Oh, it's definitely Gunn and, and Cena. I just uh, wonder if they were looking and at... And that's why Cena was dressed up in marketing before the Suicide Squad movie is because he's like also self-promoting this upcoming Peacemaker. series. I wonder if like while watching dailies from the Suicide Squad, if like everybody was like, no, that's your guy. Like this is... He's he's the draw. Everyone else is great, but we're all there to support him, <laughs> it seems like. And I, and, I, well, and I think that that's what made that's It's just what made such HBO. a standout where... I think that's what made Warner Brothers and HBO go, let's... Let's let's green light sure, a, a, sure. a mini series about this guy. I don't foresee this going past this mini series, um, unless it does gangbusters. I don't know. It's the only way. if it does gangbusters, then you got John Cena coming on in, and he's just going to be like, 
Money, please! Money, please! <laughs> so, I mean, I think if this is successful, that's exactly what John Cena is going to do. Just more money. That's that's what I need. That's what I want. That's that's what I deserve. And he wouldn't be wrong for doing that. And I don't think I think with HBO, you know, having the last dragon come he, out, he did which it. Is, it's all him, which is yeah. going to be reportedly like two to three million dollars per episode. And also, I don't think this they looks to it. be a pretty cost effective show. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, Especially I don't think for this what is, it is. Yeah, very much so. So uh, they they might have learned a lot from the uh, from the WB or CW or whatever mm-hmm. Arrowverse shows that have been going on. Not to mention, um, they they they've been making the they've picked up Titans and Doom Patrol from from the DC Universe app. Both both which are still good. I still if you have HBO Max and you're into the superhero stuff, check out Titans and absolutely definitely check out doom patrol because it's awesome anyway jay uh the final thing the final trailer that we're here to discuss it's it's the coup de gras it's it's really the only reason uh i got out of bed after i got a text message from you because i'm like the fuck does this motherfucker oh the batman you say huh well then fear is a tool when that light hits the sky it's not just a call it's a warning I've been trying to reach you I'm dead this is about a king and brothers to match. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. <laughs> I got you! <laughs> I got you! It's one of the best trailers of all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hard. It's not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm hard. Uh, I mean, the, the the first teaser trailer definitely got me hard because you know it had it just it had that awesome scene in the original trailer where where he sees the clowns and the punching stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like whack, 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 whack. Whack, whack, whack. That's how Dave jerks off. <laughs> After watching the trailer. It is. But he just keeps hitting that guy and hitting him. And it's just the sound of, the sound design of all. It was like minimalist. Oh, so God. You, it's almost like you, you're only like hearing the rain and the punches landing. Oh, God. You know? yeah, and, and, and it just sounded like this oh. sickening wet thud. Like, yeah. I felt like that guy's face was paced. And, and by the time he was done, I was just like... <laughs> it's just, I just, I just feel like it's, it's almost like a little bit too far. This is a very brutal Batman. Well, he's young and he's angry and moody and, and emo. I, and I emo. Mean, but can he, we talk about the haircut? Think, well, it, 
it is what it is. All right. I mean, I don't love it. If there's a sequel, I would like to see him just I, be like, I, no, no, no. I'm I'm kind of over that now. Oh no, I'm still bloody vengeance. But, uh, but the haircut that just had to go. I I understand it. You know, he is a Nemo kid. I mean, it makes sense. He's a fucked up kid. Yeah, I he guess saw if, his there, if there parents was parents get shot in the face as a kid, he's still working through that. He's angry. He's pissed off. I guess if there was a definition of he's emo, working through like, it. Bruce Wayne would have to be it, right? Like, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's gonna probably evolve into the more poshy Bruce Wayne, perhaps, maybe. But uh, right now, in this movie, no. Right. Uh, so I'm so, good with it. So we get uh, we get the 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 first shot, which is an exterior exterior shot of like a diner, and it's very much reminiscent of of Nighthawks or Night Owls. I forget what the name of it is. Very famous painting. Um, just just appeared in Shameless season eleven because it gets stolen from the Chicago Museum of Art. Um, but it, it's very reminiscent of that, which is it's very Gotham esque that painting alone because it's very nineteen fifties, which fits right into like Batman and sure. that Art Deco style that came out of the animated series and stuff like that. I think it's a nice little nod but we zoom into the inside and it's very clearly paul dano with the glasses it is sitting there and the police He's playing the riddler right. now first off the police what i've noticed it's almost a throwback of their aesthetically looked uh cop uniforms in the burton oh yeah, yeah. world which was also the art deco like kind of like so i know i can't believe i even noticed that yeah. it was awesome i mean even if you watch titans right now on hbo max when a taxi is driving someone somewhere it's like a 1950s taxi that's driving even though it's modern times they have cell phones and stuff gotham is just this it's cuba it's just like this <laughs> yeah it was, yeah i mean it's it, this vacuum of time which makes sense like, you know they, in theory technology kept going but like as far as like style went the 1950s or early 1960s we stopped progressing from there you know what i mean <laughs> uh but anyway so they, they go in the riddler throws his hands up because they're coming in he knew he was getting caught sure it's this theme with batman villains man the joker he, he had to get caught so that he could come face to face with batman so that he could blow up the gcpd just so he could win just so he could start the game the fun game that he's going to play with batman riddler's doing very much the same thing it's just it's just a batman trope that your villain if they're getting caught it's because they want to get caught. And they kind of confirm that in the very next scene when he's like, I've been trying to get your attention. And Robert Pattinson punches the glass. And I love it's It's one of the first full lit shots of the Batman that we're really getting to see because um, he's actually lit up there. And he looks a lot like the Greg Capullo drawn Batman that that was written by uh, Scott Snyder. And, you know, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I love the way it looks. I love I love the tight sculpted helmet to his head. Um, I think I think it adds a lot. I think it looks better then Nolan's not quite as good as I agree with that. 89 Batman, but as far as the cow goes, I still like sure. the cow. But um, I wonder if they solved the problem of not being able to hear while in that outfit. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but what did he say? That is the one piece of dialogue that I could. Oh, I have no clue. Pick up. It, it, it was just anger. It doesn't matter. I don't think. I, I think it's okay. just it's just straight anger right back at him. I think. I think when we watch it in the scene, the context, yeah. we'll be able to pick up on it a little bit more. But it was almost it was like a where is he? Yeah. It was sort of like that. Yeah. You know, it reminded me of that. But um, no, it was good. It was good shit. And of course, uh, I forgot to mention uh, after Edward Nashton, 
the Riddler, not Enigma. Um, it's Edward Nashton in this is arrested. Uh, we see his coffee and there is a question, question mark, mark in it, which I believe is a clue. Probably at the bottom of that glass is a clue. Some, some, that we'll get or, uh, that we'll get something to, somewhere to yeah. the Batman. Um, also, I love I love the fact that it's the Batman, right? Because it, it just makes it sound like. Well, after you see the trailer, you understand why it's called right. the Batman. He's he's not a known quantity or anything no, like that. But no, he's a legend, is, just like just it's, like it's Sasquatch, fear. Bigfoot, like you it's, know. What and I mean? they say even in the trailer, it's a warning. You know, when you see that, it's not a, just a sign; it's yeah. a fucking warning. Now, in this trailer, a lot of these images that we're seeing, a lot of the things we're seeing, are extensions of what we actually got. In the first trailer, so we're back with Batman and and the clown posse again. Um, we don't get the, the 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 image of him hitting the same one over and over again. We do get the not necessarily I'm vengeance. We get that again, which is what he said after he beat the shit out of the one guy. But we do get him literally putting a taser to a guy's fucking neck like, almost, right behind his ear. It almost looked like his suit like absorbed a shot, like a taser or something like that no, on no, his he, shoulder. No, he's actually and it kind of like he's got, just, no, he's just tasering the guy. He has, okay. It's almost like he has tasers in his fist, and he's just tasering the dude. Because uh, the way the bullet reflected off of his armor was And essentially smiling. It seems like he's smiling. Like he's having a good time hurting people. Yeah, well, I mean, he's certainly seeking it out. Yeah, you oh, know, for sure. He, he wants to be doing this. I mean, we do know that uh, he doesn't mind being shot because we get that hallway scene where he's walking down oh. and there's all those goons just laying into him. And it's, it's beautifully it's, shot. It's like a Rogue One hallway scene, right? Like with, Sla- with, slash Punisher, right? With Darth Vader because uh, it's dark and, and, and that, all the flashes oh and it's just bullets bouncing uh, off him. And he just gorgeous just whooping the shit gorgeous. out of people. Uh, we do get a better look at, at Jeffrey Wright. Writes uh, James Gordon here, and we a little bit here and there, yeah. Yeah, we we also get that image of uh, Alexander Skarsgård's character again, where he's out front of what looks like City Hall. He's all taped up, and he has the the iPhone attached to him, and clearly, like he's about to blow up because oh, I missed that. Oh yeah, no, no, that's that that's in there, um, and then of course. Um, we, we, we get Alfred essentially telling him if he keeps going down this path. Good to see him. Yeah. He looks we, good. We, he we, looks solid. We get to see yep. circus. Um, if he keeps going down this path, he's going to lose everything. And then it's, it's, uh, him and Catwoman a lot, a lot of him and Catwoman. A lot. I, I think. Setting um, up the sexy nature of their relationship. Cor- correct. And, it, and I, and it, I'm buying it for sure. And at the same time, I think she's going to be in this movie quite a bit. Oh, I, I, I think I people don't so. realize that. I, I, I think um, I expect so. Yeah, but she looks fantastic. So I think as long as her acting stands up to it, um, and slash her story and writing for her dialogue, I'm really excited about that as well. And then, of course, before we start talking about and kind of, kind of trying to like piece together a little bit of a story here, Jay, the final sequence is just absolutely phenomenal with uh, Colin Farrell's the penguin driving away and his voice you can't even tell it's Colin even from the voice I do love the part where he beats up all the all the penguin goons and comes face to face with the penguin calm down sweetheart (laughs) (laughs) almost it's almost like it's too good it's almost like he's doing a northeast accent mixed in with uh, Burgess Meredith's (laughs) penguin but he's like mixing it together yeah. like he's this gangster yeah. but um very tony soprano but with a little bit of a duck in there just yeah. a little add a little a little, little extra yeah. duck sauce like, on like that. if every time tony soprano got upset he just went <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
And Jay had no clue that I could do that. I am blown away. You uh, guys have no idea what I just saw. Uh, so anyway, um, so <laughs> the penguin's all excited, and he's just like, I got you. And I got you. But the way they hold, the, the way they shot that, held it, see his reactions and the background, and then they... Then they cut to the, the it's just an inside inferno. mirror, and then it pans from the side mirror. You can almost hear that jet oh engine fire my up and God. come blasting out of the flames. And he does a, a police uh, a and police again a one take on out of the fire yeah. landing and then rear ending him. But he does a in poli- the music. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's like dun, it's just dun, well, whatever. Dun, it's it's try- dun, It's like dun. you can see the fear in the oh, penguin's yeah. eyes too. But the, the, he does that police pit maneuver to him, hits him in the in the back of the quarter panel, spins the car, flips it, and what I love is just the image of him getting out of the car, walking up with the flames behind him, and it's this inverted image. It's upside down. Bats hang upside down. Batman Batman turns so the good. Gotham upside down. Gotham is upside down from anywhere else you've ever been. It's 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 a different world, and it's he's he's unworldly in it, um, and and he really is a legend he really is spoken only of in hushed tones he isn't he isn't batman he's the batman you know what i mean like it's very it's, poignantly it's said it's it's a legend it's it's uh it's so it looks so good it's one of the best trailers i've seen in a very long time god like a very long time if this movie sucks <laughs> god forbid at the very least it's just going to be mediocre yeah as at the worst so, i think as from what you can tell right so I think what we're what what we're getting to here, and I'm not entirely sure. I know there's a lot of people who have like who 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 know a lot more that's going on. I think we're kind of getting into a mixture of a bunch of Batman stories. I think we're getting a little bit of Batman Year One. Um, I think we're getting a little bit of Riddler from Hush, like the 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 Hush version of the Riddler, and in in that it's a very different type of Riddler. And I think we're we're also getting into a little bit of things like Zero Year, which is where uh, the Riddler essentially takes over all of Gotham, holds it for ransom, um, and and essentially makes it like a no man's land, like we saw in in uh, Dark Knight Rises. And I think we're also leading to a Court of Owls. Because the Riddler's well, outfit with those goggles and, sure, and, sure. and the gimp mask. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's a gimp mask. Uh, I think they're also really trying to pray reverence to movies done by David Fincher. And I think here the Riddler is being treated as a Zodiac, but a very public Zodiac, who instead of writing letters to taunt the police, holds live streams all over what is Gotham's like Times Square. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we see those images where it says serial killer live stream and it's just up and it's all over the city. Yeah. I, so. I'm, I'm happy you said that because I do believe that they are only, they're doing, a, they're crafting an original story. Yeah. They're yeah. just taking elements and, Things they like. and themes and bits and pieces exactly yeah. of uh, old nostalgic comics and Cause, stories because I think we are going to get to the Court of Owls. I think they're they're laying seeds for a lot of things that at least look very Court of Owls esque. Like even Batman's gauntlets, uh, the way they look, they look exactly like like what the Talons who work yes, for the Court of yes, Owls wear. Yes, yeah. uh, so I think and and also that is a different thing that they can do. It's more recent in the comics coming out within the past decade or so, but that's something that they can do in these movies that hasn't been done before. It doesn't mean that you can't get your Jokers and your Two-Faces and your Riddlers and your Penguins and your Clay-Faces. I'm holding out hope. 
<laughs> I want a clay face. Uh, Carl, <laughs> I want it. I want it bad. But anyway, um, it, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have that stuff. It just means that Gotham has been controlled. It's underground and and it's politics and everything about Gotham has been has been being controlled, including the death of the Waynes by this court of owls. And obviously we're also going to be delving into Bruce Wayne's background into Bruce Wayne's uh, family because they they talk about lies and stuff like this and, and, and the Wayne's lie and stuff like that. And uh, in that scene where, where Bruce is, it looks like he took over a crime scene and there's all these things written down. And at the top, he has a line pointing to lies and it says sins of my father. That's Bruce Wayne writing that, obviously. Yeah. So, so I think we're going to be getting into into the Waynes, and possibly instead of getting that that image of of the Waynes that were like, oh, they're philanthropists. They were they were going to save the city, and you know, the city has never been the same after their death. It's been falling into despair, like we got into. No maybe there's a dark secret that the Riddler wants think, to unveil. I think to, we're getting to, to the fact that the Waynes maybe weren't all that. Exactly. Maybe they were part of the exactly. court of owls. Maybe they were. Maybe they were just as corrupt as everybody else. But it doesn't mean that as a child you wouldn't still hold the torch for your dead parents. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think that also would go into the anger that is going on with with Bruce. Because what his parents were killed when he was seven, eight, nine, ten. Who cares? Either way, the picture of them is always going to be one of perfection. Of course. So of course. for anyone to tarnish and, and, and that and of course, is going and, and Alfred, to, of course, is going to be, you know, right. give it to him like that. And, exactly. and, you know, it's just he's going to be he's going to be dealing with a lot emotionally, mentally, physically. You see it. You see a quick glimpse of his back all scarred up. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's going to be a lot of turmoil with Pattinson's portrayal of Batman. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, there was a lot of good shots, a lot of beautiful aesthetics, uh, you know, this fucking dawn whew, cityscape shot with uh, oh, yeah. Catwoman and Batman. It was like straight out of a comic or something. What about the motion camera where we watch him essentially grapple hook up like a bell tower and then it follows him up the bell tower and we're looking from the back of his head down his mm. back to his mm. feet and mm. we see the cops like chasing him and he goes over the side as one cop like reaches out to get him it's like this it, it's a shot i've never seen like really it's, done before i i'm just i fucking <laughs> i'm really surprised that it was but I, mean, I, I was this blown away by this trailer to be honest but like what I didn't action know exactly what to expect what but action, action scene straps a camera to the back of your I, of your I, lead actor or I your stuntman and show and doesn't show you the action that they're doing it shows you everyone's reaction to their action by yeah. putting it on his back that's interesting different perspectives I, I you know I, I don't know I guess it was a little bit of trial and error. They had some thoughts and they they gave it a, a, a test yeah and it looked cool and they went with it I don't know I, I mean I'm really, you know, excited that you know he's trying to experiment in that kind of way. You know, with with you know Greg Frazier, you know, this guy, the cinematographer, for example. I mean, he just did Dune. You know, he's done a lot of great things. He did Rogue One. He, you know, he's done yeah. a lot of really interesting, dark, really well shot pictures, uh, big pictures. Yeah. And this is exciting. It's a little bit more stripped down, but it's also if he did Rogue One, then he, he definitely is not a fan of a static camera. That's for sure. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean that 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 movie is is Movement. kinetic. Mm. It just moves. I mean, you even think about that Darth Vader hallway scene. It's just moving back with Vader as he is a juggernaut, an unstoppable force. Yeah, you know, just coming through. And I I, I think we're getting a lot of that here with the Batman. So 
I'm very excited for it. I'll say this. I don't think this movie's going to have a happy ending. I don't think there's going to be a crash train where Rachel Gould dies. I don't think there's going to be a, a heartfelt talk with, with Jim Gordon at the end where it's like, don't worry, Jim. We'll get them together. I think it's going to be a very dour ending. I think this is going to be a very down. I think he might win. The, the, the Riddler might get put away, but the Penguin might get away or vice versa. Like there's, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a clear winner in this. Like Joker esque. I don't know. I I just think kind of how I was like, sort of like, no, because even then he still won. He still won. I still, I think at the end we, we're going to be left with this. Like, so Batman saved the day. Right. And it's like, but did he, but did he, he, he still has to keep being Batman. So, well, exactly. No, well, I think, I think every Batman movie is, is like that. <laughs> slash should be like that. Slash should be like that. I don't know. I think in the I, Dark Knight Rises, well, apparently we didn't need a Batman oh, for eight fucking years. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Still bothers me to this day. Uh, I I don't like to think about or talk about that movie. So <laughs> anyway, I tried to. Uh, Jay, we've gone on for forty five minutes on DC fandom. Most of it was was the Batman uh, and the Flash, but uh, those are the things that uh, got us really excited. Uh, I, I'm excited for DC, and I, I say this like DC keeps doing this to me. Promising slate. It's a promising slate. But they did this last time. <laughs> and the time before that. Come here, let me wipe your tear. Hold on. Every hold on. time something. Miss Brandt, give me a violin. <laughs> <laughs> every every time I feel like we're we're like DC, I'm like, they got it. The ship has been written. It's been wrought. They're they're heading to shore and they're gonna and they're gonna miss the rocks and oh they're crashing against the rocks again. Like I, I get so worried because I feel like we're on the right path and it's always six of one, half dozen of another. It's like the Batman will be good, but something tells me like the flash will suck and everything else will suck. Like last like like years ago we were like What do you think about Patty Jenkins confirming uh, Wonder Woman three? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If I were her, I'd want to come back and write that ship too. <laughs> I was just like I, don't, I wasn't I, surprised, but I wasn't like no, jumping out I'm of my seat. Is she doing that after Rogue uh, after Rogue Squadron now? Oh, I don't know. I mean, this. I mean, probably. I mean, yeah. I think you need a little so breathing already, room. So we're already talking about like a 2025, 2026 release for that. So like we're we're yeah, way yeah, back. Sure. I mean, we're talking we're talking already now four or five years down the line. That's 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 too long for me to even get excited for it. Um, but, but I'm just saying we've been here before where we've been really excited about the DC slate and what DC has going on and what they have coming. I'll say this. I'm very excited for all the stuff they have coming to HBO Max. I think I think that's great. I think that that's a great platform to put some of this stuff that, you know, is almost like, you know, the, the SNL players not quite ready for prime time, not, not quite ready for the theaters, not quite sure. ready to exist in this post, uh, you know, COVID. Uh, marketplace but they're perfectly well at home and i think that doing these releases that they've done this year uh both and on hbo max and in the theaters has shown them that there is profitability in putting things out directly to hbo max and spending a little bit of coin and doing it because the subscribers will come to you and um as long as you're producing quality uh people will follow it all about that quality baby it is uh but i i i'm still not 100 percent sure about this this dc slate i'm still excited for it i think what they're showing is great but they're always going to put their best foot forward uh there's still plenty of time for them to fall flat on their face i will say i i might eat crow in years to come but the batman looks amazing and i don't think there's any way that that could be bad everything else there's it's not gonna be bad there's, put it that way it's not gonna be bad there's there's a little bit of doubt with everything else just a little bit you have to 
But with the Batman, you can't go with over. I have like no doubt. I mean, I have, you gotta have some type of. The only thing that'll make me groan is that they're like the Batman's coming in. It's got a three hour and twenty one minute runtime. I'll be right, like, well, there you go. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm not slightly less excited. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we just why, why don't we just put you know, why we just put like five villains in it now and just like but it's just, it's just the first and second one put together. We decided to do it that way. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to do it. Uh, if there's anything that we missed discussing with these films, anything interesting that you would like to add to the discussion, check out the links uh, in the description. Uh, you can reach out to us at any of our social medias, or you can also leave us a voicemail on the hotline. You'll also find our hotline number there in the description. Uh, and Jay, we actually did get a voicemail. And this voicemail is a movie fact. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It's the search for fact, not truth. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the fact. Hey, Dave and Jay, this is Super Movie Brother Tom. It is October 14th when I record this, and it is my birthday. And this fact is about the Christopher Nolan film Memento. First off, happy birthday, Tom. I am uh, very excited to hear from you. It's been a little while since people left us a voicemail. Uh, but let's get into his fact about Christopher Nolan's movie Memento. At the beginning of the film, the character Teddy, played by Joe Pantoliano, has the line, You don't have a clue, you freak. Christopher Nolan actually disliked the way that he delivered the line, and so he went back in post and recorded the words, You Freak, himself, with Nolan doing an impression of the actor. To be honest, I didn't even notice it because it sounds so seamless, and neither did Pantoliano. A year after the film was released, he was interviewed on the show Anatomy of a Scene, and he was asked how he felt about the change. His response? This is the first time hearing about it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all you do. Keep up the great work. And until next time, cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers, Tom. buddy. Yeah, that's interesting. I never knew that. I never knew that. That's either. one of the ones I've never known. But And I'm a fan of the movie. But what's but what's absolutely crazy is is like Pantoliano has like a very distinct voice. So for Christopher Nolan to be able to go back in and make that that seamless, that's pretty good. Especially for a very guy with good. a British accent, because <laughs> he has that very distinct, like he's got that very high, like you know, he's 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 a very like uh, you know, he's he's he's, he's kind of just and like in this that movie, uh, northeast. He definitely is that. It's kind of like this northeast Italian guy, and he just talks with this really like high pitched voice. You know what I mean? Like you always get one in every World War Two movie, a guy who's so Italian and he talks like this, uh, and 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 apparently Christopher Nolan was able to go in and just do like you freak. Like just like you, I, was, you so. could do it. I could, I could even fucking do it. Me of all people. Well, I think it's because because it's it's simply it's two words. A, it's yeah, exactly. It's two words. So you get practice. So you can do it a million right. different ways in AR. It's not like he went in and he and, and he and he did he did uh, he did pick up sound for exactly an entire monologue. He did it for exactly. just just two words. But um, that's still very interesting. But like, it is very interesting. And, and you know, I, I find that you know, I I want I know they do a lot of this stuff in movies. You know, they do a lot of it. And if you really, but most of the time they have the actor themselves come in and do their own pick up dialogue. Correct, and, and a lot of times you can pick up on it. Oh, a lot of times you can. You can yeah. pick up on it. Oh yeah, most of the times it's from the behind the back, and you don't see exactly, the jaw moving anymore exactly, or anything exactly. like that because they changed the script, or they, you know, it doesn't sound quite right, or they want to enunciate it a certain way now because of the edits coming in this certain kind or, of way, or so, like a lot of modern movies, it's a CGI character, and you can have them that, say whatever the fuck exactly. they want. If you don't like what was in the script, and you're in editing. 
editing and you want to change it in post and it's like if you want Korg to be a little bit more kooky you just bring Taika Waititi off the set of Thor Ragnarok and and you're just like hey uh, real quick I know you're about to shoot a scene between like Loki getting thrown into a bunch of guys like a bowling ball uh, but we need you to quick do a couple pickup lines for for Korg and he's like all right let's do it (laughs) you know what I mean and it's just like we're gonna change the script or we're just gonna let you fly off the handle and do whatever you want I mean movie magic right and you don't think about like the 2000s like like being able to doing stuff like that right you would expect it to be completely obvious like we've talked about being able to see but here you know pretty fucking seamless and i i think i think you know you've seen memento probably way more than i have as i've said before sure not a huge fan of memento probably six or seven times yeah yeah uh but uh, i i i do respect memento um but now i kind of want to watch it again just to see if i can pick up on it oh i'm very much due for a rewatch yeah absolutely yeah so that's gonna do it for super movie bros this week tom again thank you for the voicemail thanks and tom happy birthday buddy yeah, and man. uh anybody else who would like to reach out to us you can just uh follow the links in our uh episode description also there is the hotline listed there as well give it a click give us a call we'll be happy to play it on the show i want to thank everybody for listening have a great one cheers cheers